Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio.
Good evening, and welcome to Wisdom Walk Talk here on Black Hole Radio and my YouTube channel, Wisdom Walk to Self Mastery. I am your hosting guide, Judge Pamaria and Saroma. And huh, November, November, the third and final water month in this water year that has opened up a new age to human evolution with mind-blowing challenges and changes. And yes, November is a double water month, the 1-1, one, one, and the universe is radically, radically supporting us to release that which can no longer serve our new journey in life. It is time for all of us to align ourselves with what is truly and now right for us to experience our happy endings in life, our fulfillment in life. As a result of the huge grief from COVID escorting 5 million-plus humans to their death, we who are left are craving for connection. And this month I have been providing wisdom and insights for what I believe is a source for happy, healthy relationships that is conscious, courageous connections. And I conclude my spills tonight with showing up all the way. But first, for those of you who may be listening in uh, and having a problem with your internet like I was having a little minute ago, um, you can listen to this live broadcast at this number. It's area code 563-999-3089. I will be uploading a YouTube of all my spills this month to my YouTube channel, which is Wisdom Walk to Self Mastery. And you can ask questions, share comments in the following ways. First, on my Facebook page, Wisdom Walk Radio, on my Facebook group, Wisdom Walk Community, which you're welcome to join, my website, which is www.wisdomwalktoselfmastery.com, or if you're watching this as a YouTube video, of course, you can do that in the comments section below. But right now, I want to ask you to sit or lie back and join me for an exploration of the inner landscape where we can connect to our soul and discover the truer treasure of being human. Yeah. So here we are, the week before Thanksgiving here in the United States. So, of course, things are a little a little crazy. I know I am a little crazy right now. Um I am, let me just switch something around. So amazing. This week has been, you know, we had that eclipse. And so I had an experience of where I um, didn't remember to plug in the phone that I usually use for my broadcast. So I'm actually using a handheld phone. And I'm just trying to make sure that I am close enough to make sure that my voice is picking up. So I think I'm just going to have to handhold it to do that. I was trying to rig it up some way. But anyway, this has been a really interesting time. That eclipse was no joke. It was the longest eclipse we've had since 1440. And you know the year 14, uh, not the year 1440, but that century really was the beginning of another phase of the Piscean Age. And this was about how science was now becoming the way and also, this was a time of exploration. This is when Europeans start to go out 
and mix with indigenous cultures and start the dominance dynamic all over the world, not just in Europe. And so, um, you know, it's interesting that we get this eclipse, and eclipses, of course, removing things. Um, and it's very much, I believe, that that dominance dynamic is being dismantled. It is coming to an end. And, of course, there are things going on that would have us believe that's not true, but I say just hold on, hold on, hold on. Things are different now, and there's going to be a difference. This is not going to be the same old, same old, same old in the way that a lot of people would like to think it is. So trust the journey, trust the process. Um, you know, we've learned a lot from the dominance dynamic, and the big thing we've learned is that that's not how we want to be with each other. There should never, ever be any one race, one gender, one culture, one country, one continent that believes it's better than any other. Uh, we're all in this together. Climate change is going to affect everybody. That that volcano going off in La Palma, uh, Spain, not Spain, excuse me, La Palma is one of the islands off of West Africa, um, in, in the Asia's, and you know that's affecting all of us. That vo- volcanic dust is flying around in the atmosphere right now, causing different things happening. So, you know, and none of us can escape that. None of us can escape the climate change, and the th- other things related to that. So, it's time for us to really come together as a human species, as a global village, so that we can do the right thing to be here and to make sure that others can be here after us. And I'll, you know, again, remind you about Earth Day in just a minute. But let's start off with the ancestors because, boy, do we need them. I know I need them. (laughs) It's like on a handheld phone right now. Um, Anyway, our ancestors, yeah, that non-physical support that we do need so that we don't try to – we're supposed to figure any of this out on our own accord. We need help. So join me with thinking about those persons that you knew maybe personally or didn't know personally. They could have been blood-related or not. But persons that you admire and persons that you feel, you know, also had wisdom for you, whether it was because they lived their lives in a healthy way or not. But let's call on those persons because we need all the help we can get. Creator, Mother, Father, God, Source, all the one, all that is. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you for your blessing and mercy in our lives and for yet another opportunity to call out to your great emissaries, the ancestors. Mm. Ancestors, 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 please come, be with us, help us and guide us. We're, we don't know where to go. We don't know what to do. We don't know how to do. We're using old belief systems and old paradigms, and they're just getting us into more trouble. So help us, help us release what can no longer serve us, guide us to the new that I know is coming in, and help us be okay with that. Help us realize that it's just time for the new and that we can choose love over fear. So imbue our hearts, our minds, and our spirits with this cosmic truth in ways known and unknown, and continue, continue to want us to win. Mm. And so, Creator, again, I thank you. I thank you for the blessing of the ancestors and for this opportunity to call out to them. And I ask ask you and thank you for all of this in the name of all that is holy, I say, amen. And so it is.
shit. Okay. So I uh, did do an astrology video for this week, and, and I'll be doing one tomorrow on my live stream for the week coming up because it's pretty significant. Uh, Mercury was the the star of the month, and Mercury is the cosmic messenger. So there's been a lot of very powerful messages and more to come before the end of the month coming from the cosmos, coming from a greater order and direction from your God. And uh, so we've had a month to really receive them, start paying attention to them, and when December rolls around, we'll be able to use them, put them to good use. So um, you can, you know, find that on my uh, YouTube and my website. But I want to focus right now on the elemental wisdom for this week because on Friday the 19th, we rolled into a mineral week and a water month. And I've been talking all month about connections. And the opportunity this week is about connecting with the souls of others. Unity consciousness is what makes us human. Communicate at a deeper level. We have the ability for compassion, understanding, forgiveness, and fifth-dimensional relationships. Watch Shang-Chi. A huge part of living on purpose is to be willing to transcend the shallow surface of what people present to you. See into their hearts and connect to their essence. In this way, you must be deep and simple with your own self and connected to your own soul. This is what the Age of Illumination is all about. Use the healing energy of minerals, stones, crystals, bones, and shells to illuminate your higher self and that of others. Yeah. So as always, we can have these distractions that show up, right? Yeah. So here's the ones to be on the lookout for this week. Feeling sorry for people and taking on their pain. Not a good idea, especially not right now, I can tell you. I tried, got my ass kicked. Don't do it. Yeah, not good. Next, false obligations because you forget you are worthy. Yeah, see, we never have to do something, you know, thinking I got to do this so then that somebody will like me and love me. Like, no, let that go. Mm-mm. Third, victim consciousness. Oh, my goodness, yes. If we're believing that we're a victim to life as an adult, um, yes, we can have victimizing experiences, but we don't have to stay in a belief that what happened to me couldn't have been prevented or couldn't have happened, uh, you know, it happened because I did something wrong, you know. That's all that's victim stuff, you know. Bad things are going to happen, and they happen to good people. But we don't have to stay in a belief that, you know, it's going to happen again and again and again. We can choose to learn what is the treasure in what happened to me? That's how we come out of victimhood. Anxiety and impatience, yeah, something else to watch out for this week especially. Um, you know, anxiety really will show up when we're trying not to feel whatever pain is trying to move out of us and move away from us. Really interesting, right? Yeah. And sometimes we just have to be very patient and sit in that pain in order for it to move and go where it needs to go yeah yeah and then last but not least stay away from gossip judgments and blaming that people can get into and try to pull you into leave that alone and just focus on again connecting to people's souls as you connect with your own now this coming friday 
um, on the next two Fridays, because I won't be broadcasting again until the uh, first weekend in December. But um, next Friday is the 26th. That'll be a water week. And then the following on Friday, December 3rd, is a nature week. So we've got water and nature following this. And uh, I will be making, again, videos about the astrology tomorrow so you can get caught up on that at my YouTube channel. And, uh, again, just to know that water in a water a water week and a water month is very good, and nature following that is also very good. Now, tomorrow, Monday the 22nd, we have our monthly Earth Day. And this month I wanted to focus on their climate literacy campaign and tools. And you can go to the website, which I'll flash on my screen for the YouTube. It is www.earthday.org and look up Climate Literacy Communications Toolkit. You can provide help raising awareness for climate literacy, which is what? It's that in schools around the world, we need to be helping children learn about the climate crisis and also how what they can do as individuals and collectively um, in regards to it. So spreading the word amongst your network or urging your government to make climate literacy a core feature of school curriculum. And in what they have on the website, that you'll find key messaging and research on climate literacy. The toolkit in- includes all necessary materials to write your own op-ed. You can post on social media or send a note to your network. So, again, the idea here is let's raise the consciousness of humanity, especially in the children, about climate change and what we can do to disrupt going off the cliff. Yeah. And always on their website you will find more things about the Global Earth Challenge, simple acts of green, things you can do, and also their um, Act on Climate Change information, And I promote this information every week because, or every time I broadcast, because I can't tell you how important it is if just each of us does one small act of green, it will make a difference to the seventh generation that comes after us. And we can do it. We can do it. Shay. All right. Let me give you my overview for my spill for tonight. I am going to review the previous spills quickly, and then I'm going to focus on what I mean by showing up all the way when it comes to conscious, courageous connections. And then, of course, I'm going to give you a personal growth opportunity in the form of a water ritual. My opening quotes come from two persons that have out new books right now, people I I really admire their type of thinking. The first is Gary Zukav, a noted New Thought influencer, and his new book is called The Universal Human. And Gary says, creating authentic power requires you to step into the darkness of fear and the fear of darkness, move beyond them consciously, and enter the light of love with your arms open. Isn't that beautiful? And the second one is Brene Brown, noted psychologist and research storyteller, and her new book is called Atlas of the Heart. And Brene says, if we want to find the way back to ourselves and one another, 
We need language and the grounded confidence to both tell our stories and to be stewards of the stories that we hear. This is the framework for meaningful connection. Yeah, absolutely. So conscious, courageous connection. You know, ultimately this is about us choosing to break out of codependency, unhappy endings, uh, limitations and illusions brought on by social media's definition of friending, um, and, you know, to have us awaken to wanting something more in our ability as humans to connect, to want to be fulfilled in your connections, to have them grow into, you know, long-term, loving, fulfilling relationships. Um, we want to open to have, um, to take on learning some things more about ourselves. And in my first broadcast, I gave you these three cosmic truths associated with this. Number one, none of us can become the best version of ourselves alone. We need to know our shadow aspects. We need evolutionary teachers, people who press our buttons so we can become conscious of our shadow aspects and archetypes, and pain body. Because if you can't see that stuff, you can't work on it. And then three, connecting consciously and courageously will bring us greater awareness so we can heal, shift, and transform. Yeah. Next, last week I talked about growing and cleaning up. And this was related to the fact that, you know, we can choose to connect out of fear, and the unhappy experiences that result from that can create shame, blame, and guilt, which can become relentless pain body that we will have that will have us relentlessly repeating the same unhealthy patterns and choices for connecting. So to clean this up, I gave these three cosmic truths. One, no one can like or love you any more than you like or love yourself. Number two, your subconscious negative, fearful beliefs about yourself will manage your choices and behaviors until you clean it up. That is for true. And then lastly, you were born with a natural ability to heal, grow, and clean up your past experiences of unhappy endings. You do not have to make that become, this is who I am, this is all that life has for me, you know. Yeah. So, authentic, safe, supportive, loving, and mutually respectful relationships are what we all need in order to be validated in the belief that we are not disposable, we are divine. And why should I have to be talking about that? Shouldn't that be just so natural, right? Like, well, of course, yeah. But the reality is we all have core wounds. We've all come through something in our childhood, into adolescence, into young adulthood, or some of you may be young adults listening, but, you know, you're going to be experiencing heartbreak, disappointment, you know, things that may be saying to you, you'll never have a good relationship. But this isn't true. All that's going on is that you're learning what not to want. <laughs> that's what's going on. And, you know, it's hard. If you grow, grew up in a family that was severely dysfunctional, and emotionally shut down, 
then it, you will grow a tolerance for unhappy, unfulfilling relationships. You'll have a tolerance for it. But just because you can tolerate it doesn't make it okay. It's still not okay. It still ain't right. It's still dysfunctional. So our job is to recognize that, you know, to recognize when we may be, you know, convincing ourselves that this is the best that I can do. I believe inside all of us there is something that really wants us to be in alignment with the truth of the universe, which is what? Which is that we deserve and we're actually we're actually programmed for having relationships that are healthy, nurturing, and loving. Because like I said, you really can't, you know, discover more about who you are, be validated in who you are if you're not in healthy, loving, and supportive relationships. So all of that has brought us to now this notion of showing up all the way. I talked about how important it is for us to be consciously growing our mental, emotional, and spiritual intelligences, you know, along with whatever other learning we're doing intellectually. But we can't leave out, you know, our mental, emotional, and spiritual wellness and strength. Because these components, these aspects of ourselves are what are really going to help us experience the truth of who we are, get to our happy endings in life. When we deny ourselves the experience of this growth, it brings sorrow. It just brings sorrow. It's like Grandmama would say, uh, the the saying was, you're going to suck sorrow and suck sorrow, yeah. And that means that, you know, you're going to have some bad consequences, um, and not only for you, but to all for whom you have promised to matter. Because here are some three cosmic truths about why we definitely want to show up all the way, meaning being all of who we are, all the aspects of who we are. One, you, all of you matters. Your uniqueness and authenticity is part of a web of relationships, the divine unity consciousness that is required for the experience of life and fulfillment of sacred contracts. You know, we're here at Thanksgiving time in the United States, and one of the films that has now become attached to this season moving into Christmas is the film It's a Wonderful Life. And so think about that story of George Bailey, this man who you know, by happenstance is not able to live out his dream of going and traveling around the world because he has to take on, well, doesn't have to take on, he chooses to take on managing his father's business and supporting his younger brother going to college. And he wanted to go to college, but he didn't get there. And so he lives his life he does what he has to do, but inside of him, he's really feeling like, oh, you know, I'm never going to get to my dreams, and I don't matter. And he gets to a point where the situation happens to take him literally to the brink, and it's through a process of connecting with an ancestor, that's what I'll call that angel, where he becomes made conscious of how, if he had never been born, how many people would have suffered. He got to see how much his existence mattered 
and that, you know, he could still go after his dreams. He could still do things he wanted to do. might not be in the same way he saw it when he was 18, but he could still have his happy endings in life. But I just love, love, love that story because it's so true, and we all should be doing that. We should do a wonderful life moment. Really think about, okay, if I hadn't been born, if I hadn't been this person's friend, if I hadn't done this thing for this person, if I hadn't done this, just think about it. Think about how that would have impacted people for whom you were a blessing, for whom you did something wonderful for. Yeah. Second cosmic truth is you are not an object, physical, sexual, financial, or intellectual. You are a divine being who possesses a multitude of human attributes that enable you to have reverence for life and living. Yeah. Because when you don't show up all the way, you're usually showing up as an object, you know, in order to connect with people. You know, I'll be a Marilyn Monroe. Um, I'll be a Chris Hemsworth, you know. I'll I'll be Thor, right? Um, Or I'll be this most intellectual person at the party and everybody will be astonished with me, you know. Um, Or I'll be the wealthiest person, and then people will want to be attached to me because they think that I got this money and that make them look good, you know. I mean, it's all those different kinds of really, you know, objectifying ways that we can go into connecting with people. And what this work is calling for is for us to let all of that go and to think about since you're not an object, what are you? What are you? Who are you? And want that to be how you connect with people. What are you feeling? What are you thinking? What are you desiring that is, you know, eternal, not this temporary stuff, you know, because financial, sexual, you know, all that stuff, that stuff is temporary. Even intellectual, someday you might go into dementia, you get old enough. So what really matters? You know, what about you really matters? Yeah, and it gets into the things of, like, emotional intelligence where I'm a caring person, I'm a loving person, I'm a supportive person, I'm a generous person. I have compassion for people. Um, I know how to compliment people and validate them and support them. You know, this is the stuff of who we really are. That's what we want to be when we connect with somebody else. Because you want to be able to really find people who can support you in being that, not people who are going to pull from you or use you or take advantage of you. But if you show up as an object, you're asking to be taken advantage of. You're saying, yeah, I don't really matter. Do with me what you want. I just want to belong. I just want to be connected. I don't want to be lonely, right? And then the last cosmic truth is you cannot stay disconnected from your true self forever. You may hide it as long as possible, but ultimately the true you will emerge. Sometimes it happens to people on their deathbed, but yeah. So let's go into a personal growth opportunity with all of this which is a water ritual. Yeah. We all have a fear of really showing up all the way as who we really are. We'll try to hide things about ourselves or you know, like I can't let that I can't tell that now, you know. 
But what if you really were able to just say, you know what, the things that I think people will most have a problem with about me are what I'm going to start off sharing. Think about that. The things that I think people would have the most problem with me, I'm going to start off sharing. Because that's going to let you know, are you connecting with the right people? So if you fill out, this is what I do, or this is what I know, or whatever, you know, uh, this is what I like, this is what works for me, and they start to pull back, well, guess what? That ain't the right connection. You want to be able to fill something out, and somebody goes like, oh, yeah, yeah, I get it. That's Oh, yeah, you know. And how can you ever find those people if you're not willing to share the truth of who you are. You know, a quick example with me is um, I, I'm a classical pianist, I, you know, that's, and it's something I do and it's really important to me. But for many years, I never shared that with anybody. When I finally did, people were like, why did you play the piano? I didn't know that. I said, yeah, because I've been hiding it. You know, because I grew up where it was like nobody else was doing it, so people are going to be jealous or I'll make them feel bad, you know, whatever that crap is, Yeah. But now I don't I don't hold back. I'm like, yeah, I'm a classical pianist. So, water ritual. Here's what you're gonna do. You're gonna set that intention. And the intention that the things that I'm most concerned about sharing about myself, I'm gonna share up front. I'm gonna put it up front when I meet someone to find out whether or not this is the appropriate connection. So you write that down as an intention. Put it on your altar. Create a water altar. You can also put it on the ancestor altar. It doesn't matter. Just as long as you're taking that faith gesture step for your ritual. That's really important. Because that's you setting an intention, putting it out. The next thing you do is you're going to get yourself a little water bottle, a little jar, put some salt in it, how much, as much as you need. Because what's going to happen is you're going to, and you can cover it, and you're going to put it either under your bed or by the head of your bed. And you're going to let it be there for at least three nights or in series of three. So it could be three, six, nine. And every night when you go to sleep, you're going to be releasing whatever that fear is or whatever part of that fear is that is keeping you from showing up all the way when you're connecting with people. Yeah, yeah. And after the third night or ninth night, you're going to get up in the morning and you're going to take that water that now is holding all that fear energy and you're going to pour it down the toilet, saying thank you, thank you, thank you to the water, to the ancestors, to your God. Yeah. And if you get a hold of my book, The Wisdom Walk to Self-Mastery, this is Chapter 17, and there are more contemplative questions. And I've given you some contemplative questions in the last two broadcasts, so... Um, I'll put those out. I'll try to put those out. They'll be in the be definitely in the YouTube if I don't get to Facebook. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and those contemplated questions are helpful too. But you want to really, really step into. It's okay for me to be all of who I am, to show up all the way, so that I can have happy, respectful, loving, long-lasting, authentic human relationships yeah my sarah saying for tonight same one from the last two broadcasts because it's so powerful it says failure is impossible it is an illusion nothing is a failure everything moves the human story hence the progress of evolution forward everything advances you on your journey 
Ashe. Love that, love that, love that. So closing out tonight, I want to, first of all, thank my wonderful, wonderful engineer for patience with me tonight, Ms. Yvette Parker, and to the entire Black Hole Radio Be Well family. Couldn't do this without you and your support. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I want to shout out to all my regular listeners out there and those of you who have Wisdom Walk with me before. You know who you are. And to my family on the East Coast who has all gathered at the ancient family home uh, in, on Staten Island. And although I can't be there physically, I am there in spirit. I'll be getting lots of polos and pictures coming in from them. But I'm just so, so grateful to God that uh, they could all come together and that that home is still there for us, yeah. And so also to my family here in the West Coast and, of course, my family in the Midwest, you all hang in there. I heard you got some snow coming soon. And to my spiritual kin everywhere, my transformational leadership colleagues, my medicine brothers and sisters around the world, and those who may be listening or watching for the first time, Thank you. Big thank you. I couldn't be here doing this without your listenership and support. Now, my next live broadcast will be on Sunday, December 5th. And until then, I will rebroadcast this broadcast. I'll I'll play this one again for you next week. And like I said, you know, I will be uploading to my YouTube channel, Wisdom Walk to Self-Mastery, and uh, we'll give out some elemental wisdom and astrological insights in there, too. Also, if you haven't had a chance to check out my YouTube, please do so and like and subscribe, and that will help me grow my audience and just get this stuff out to more people. And for that, I am very, very, very grateful. (laughs) The book. Wisdom Walk to Self Mastery, Ancient Wisdom for Transforming Pain, available at Barnes and Nobles online through Amazon and Kindle, Abe's Books, and other online sellers. And uh, it is, uh, again, a, a wonderful tool, uh, this ancient wisdom of the Dagra people of Burkina Faso to help us navigate through this time where we really, really need to check ourselves in terms of letting our pain be transferred on to other people. And it's important for us to know that we can transform it and learn how to do that on a regular basis, yeah. And last but not least, I want to thank my God, my ancestors, my spirit guides, loving entities, everything that walks with me, keeps my head to the sky, my feet to the ground, and my heart open to do this important work with and for all of you. Please have a very healthy and safe mineral week, consciously, courageously connecting to the souls of others. Now, continue to wear your mask, or if you can't, make sure that you're doing the science safety to avoid contracting COVID or spreading it. Strengthen your immune system, and some of that is about getting enough sleep and and keeping yourself around positive people. Practice the safe relating. Wash those hands frequently. Avoid the perceived safety. Avoid perceived safety. Embrace the science safety. And most importantly, please remember you are not disposable. You are, in fact, divine. 
Good night now. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.